Good morning. This is Mark and welcome back to the table. It's been a couple days since I uh, did an episode and I wanted to uh, jump on today and talk about something that isn't often talked about, but it's in the scripture. Uh, There's a warning uh, in the book of Revelation to a church about something that is going on. And before I do that, I think it's really important for us to understand that the New Testament, the New Covenant, the Christic Covenant, we've been talking about all that stuff. You know, there's been a change. There's been a change in the priesthood. There's been a change in worship. There's been a change in everything. And the Holy Spirit dwells in all of us. It's not just kind of the, you know, the few and uh, the chosen Uh, but that God has deposited his spirit in all of us. You know, there's a scripture that's kind of weird. It seems out of place where it says, you have no need of any man to teach you. And that we have this anointing that abides. We have a teacher living in us, the Holy Spirit. And too often, uh, even though we've come out of a law system, we understand grace, we're living in freedom. Sometimes church structures still live in a different system than the system of freedom and the system of deliverance. You know, they live in a control environment. Um, And there's a warning in the book of Revelation where, you know, uh, John is writing from the Isle of Patmos and he says, you know, you, um, you tolerate the deeds of the Nicolaitans. You know, and what does that mean? You know, we, we'll read stuff in the Bible and we'll kind of just jump on through it and not really think about it. But it's important for us to understand what was really being said there because it's really significant. It literally is the anti to the life in grace, the life of the community of faith in grace, the life of the church in grace. So the word Nicolaitans comes from the Greek word meaning adherent to Nicholas. Um, or it means a destruction of the people. Uh, this could be defined further when you break down the word Nicolaitans in the Greek. Nico is defined as conquest or victory over others. The last part, lay, means the last part. Tess represents the word the. So taken together, the word Nicolaitans means someone who is a conqueror or victor or a person who destroys the people. Another way to look at it is Nicolaitans above the laity, where a system is set up that you have, you know, this person who is in control and all the people there are there to serve them or serve their vision and serve their ministry. But that's that is literally the opposite of the New Testament. Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. The emphasis of the New Testament isn't on leadership. The emphasis of the New Testament is on servanthood. So Peter, one of the, you know, the first apostles or greatest apostles, you know, people use all these terms. He's the one Jesus said upon this rock, I'll build my church, which was the revelation of Christ. When he comes down to his brothers, he doesn't come down and, you know, say, I'm Peter, the apostle. He says, I'm Peter, your fellow elder. The Greek word is some presbyterus, meaning alongside. He doesn't take a position of hierarchy. He takes a position of equality. You know, there's a lot of stuff written in the New Testament. Paul writes a lot of things about people not eating with one another. There's things about don't take the chief seats. You know, so this 
above the laity thing, uh, this quote unquote covering dynamic that I'm your covering, I'm your spiritual leader, and we don't trust people to hear the Holy Spirit. We're literally discipling them to the deeds of the Nicolaitans because people are using their gift to conquer other people to serve them. That's what conquerors did then. They went into a land, they conquered them. Yes, there were things that were provided to them. There was safety and all kinds of other opportunities for them. But at the end of the day, they had to ask for permission to follow the leading of the Lord. And so in the new covenant, we all have this dynamic anointing of grace. Yes, some people have revelations we haven't had. Some people are more mature than us. Some people have, you know, wisdom on things. Some people have been uh, in the life of Christ longer, however you want to look at that. But that still doesn't give us the um, authority to step into the place that only God holds in other people's lives. If anything, ministry is called to serve the people. That's why we were given that Ephesians 4 mandate where it talks about apostles, prophets, evangelists, teachers. Why? For the equipping of the saints for the work of ministry. It's the fivefold that serves the people, not the people that serve the fivefold. And secondly, no one is your covering. God is your covering. There is no covering other than the Lord, but God has graced you with servant gifts in your life to help you fulfill the call of God. And that's the position we need to take so we don't become Nicolaitans and conquer other people for our own um, conquests and our own vision and our own egos, but we serve them as the Lord served the people. They are not our people. They do not belong to us. No one belongs to us. They belong to the Lord. Thank you.